Okay, great to see everyone. Um, let me just, uh, sorry, I'm a few minutes late. I'm at the Super Soul Farm and there's a lot of spontaneous devotional service here. Um, oh, wrong. Okay. Okay. Uh, reading from the Chaitanya Bhagavat. I'm not even sure what chapter. I'm sorry. Um, text 47. Um, anyway, next time I'll try to get that. Okay, reading from, I think it's Antia 6, text 47, but Jaya Jaya Sri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Dvaita Chandra Jaya Gaur Bhaktavinda Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Actually 48. Vina Shanga Kehi Nahi Ishvara Kevala, Dekiya Advaita Hoyla Ananda Vivala. Seeing that no one had come with the Lord, Advaita became overwhelmed with ecstasy. Omagana Timurandasya Gananjana Shalakaya Taksur Unmulatam Yena Tazmai Sri Gurave Namaha. Sri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Soyam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Sapadantikam Panchakalpa Tarubhyas Chakripa Sindhu Bhayevacha Patiyantanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Nama Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunityananda Si Advaita Gadadhar Sivasade Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. <clears throat> Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So we're finding in the Chaitanya Bhagavat that a lot of it is repetitive. But it's not boring. Because the one thing that can be repetitive and not be boring is love. You never become, because love is actual pleasure. So, susukam kartam avyam in the Gita, it says it's joyfully performed. Every other activity, whether it's karma or gan, is boring because it's not pleasurable, because you're doing the activity not for itself, but for some result. For karma, the, the fun in karma is not the swahas, it's, it's the result of it. Like in my courtyard in Vrindavan, we had the most powerful tantric in India, the grandson of Prabhupada's first disciple, Acharya Prabhaka, spending three or four thousand dollars with nine hour yagyas, and it begins at nine o'clock at night. It goes to six in the morning. And anyone who sits in the yagya, they're not even allowed to go to the bathroom. And they said it's just like swaha. And, he, and he, he chants the mantras in his mind because he feels if he chants them out loud, they lose some potency. 
And actually, the last yoga he did after he finished, the fire burnt for 24 hours. <laughs> it's amazing. Swaha, swaha. But swaha is so boring. But what, 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 what's, what's the benefit? The benefit is what you get. You know, they were doing it for one devotee who went through some trauma, some protection. And they were doing one for some lady in Russia who was falsely accused of something in the court case. But the swaha, and, and that's what happened to the sages of Namasharanya. It was like a thousand year sacrifice. They were bored out of their minds. But then when, when Sutta Goswami came and he was going to teach the Bhagavatam, they said, Vayam Natu Vatriptatma, we never become satiated. Uttama Shloka Vartate with these verses, Vartate, Uttama Shloka of, the, of Krishna, the topmost thing you can glorify. Yet Srinvatam, and when you hear it, Rasagyanam, this knowledge of Rasa, Swadu, Swadu, Pate, Pate. Swadu is like sweet rice per day, again and again. You can take it again and again. You never become tired. So I'm seeing this in the CC. It's kind of re re repetitive. There's chanting Hare Krishna. There's Vaishnavas that are meeting. They become overwhelmed in ecstasy. And you can read it again and again because it's rasa. It, it, it in invokes that devotion in your heart and, and that you never become tired of. And the goal of the Bhagavatam, the whole goal of the knowledge of the Bhagavatam is that you can surrender to Krishna. So you can enter into that world where you start reading the Bhagavatam, not just for knowledge, right? But um, for love, for rasa, for rasa. We, we see that even in ordinary things, you know, you know, I know one person, very wealthy person, he, he had a child. He seemed to be detached, you know? And then his wife, he could spend all day with his child, <laughs> all day with his girl, he was telling me, all day. On, on that kind of sense, in one sense, because he's in love with her. So what to speak of the, of Twasmin, Parama Prema Rup, the highest form of love, the universal love, which was to God. So we're having these scenes and, and they're beautiful scenes. The Bengali Vaishnavas, they're coming into Puri to see Chaitanya Mahaprabhu after so many months, after eight months, now for four months. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is so excited to see them. He comes and, and, and he brings the garland from Jagannath, which he understands is Jagannath giving the devotees the garland. He's just a and the sandalwood pulp, and they come in, and then what do they do? They're coming in by kirtan. And you can't imagine what that kirtan is like. Sometimes we have a taste in Vrindavan materially when a Bengali kirtan group comes, all dressed in golden dhotis, and they all like jump around at the same pace, and their singing is like incomparable, and they go off of one another. I mean, the talent is there. I was once with Javi and Govardhan, and uh, we were listening to a Bhagavatam class. And the next ashram, they had these Bengali kirtan group. And he, 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 you know, he's like, he won two Grammy awards. And he was like, what? Where is that? I have to hear that. You know, but this is even more than that. 
This is more than that because it's mixed with the, the heart and devotion of the devotees. And then they come in and then Lord Chaitanya greets them and, and they're, they're embracing each other. And then what do they do? They take the kirtan. This was, this was India. You know, somebody asked me, what, what was India like 50 years ago? The, the Jamuna was flowing, like rapid, clean, diving off the cliffs into the Jamuna. So what, what was it like then? And, and everything was organic and the air was fresh. And they had currency, which was worth things. They used to trade conch shells and gold coins and, 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 and they had a welfare system. If someone was very, very, very poor, he can sit by the side of the road and chant Hare Krishna in a humble way. And all the grihastas knew. Bhakti Siddhanta also told the grihastas and don't neglect the beggars. Just keep small coins. Otherwise, your heart becomes hard. Sometimes in, in, in schools of transcendence, like 20% of the people in schools of transcendence are more compassionate than anybody. And sometimes a great percentage are less. You're not the body. <laughs> You're not the body. You're not the body. Right. The body soul passes from boyhood to childhood. Schools of transcendence. I had this one aspiring disciple. And, she, you know, like it was like a, the guy was from a real, I guess, the Middle East or something. It was like a patriarchal thing. And, you know, and she was kind of like real independent and they got into this conflict and she was real sick and, and he didn't speak English and she translated to me and I'm saying you got to take her to the doctor and I, he's translated I said what did he say she's not the body anyway you know schools are transcendence you can't but um anyway I lost my point but they they, they come and and they they bathe in the Rendra Sarovra. And they, it's such excellent. And then what do they do after that? Then they all go to see Lord Jagannath. What do they do after that? They take, so you're seeing this whole scene. And now they're settled in Puri and you're going to see what that life is in Puri. So Lord Chaitanya is going to be invited to a place every day. So with wait to charge invites him. And he's happy that no one else came. <laughs> And not only happy, it says Ananda Vivala. He's overwhelmed, bewildered with ecstasy. And he's actually worshiping. He meditated in such a way that no one else would come. And then what happened is it was a huge storm because he was afraid that if all the other sannyasis come, then Lord Chaitanya would have to like you know, just take like a little food. Tamal Krishnamarch told me one story. He, he went preaching in Bombay with the Chutananda. And the Chutananda was a great preacher and Tamal Krishnamarch was like the closer. You know, he would, he, he would get the donation. And I think one time a guy, 
he, he was going to draw his check and Tamal Krishna had his dundin put it on the check or something. <laughs> so they went and, and when Achyutananda was there, they serve him and he would just like take just like a little amount from each thing and they go, oh my God, this guy's so advanced. He would just take a little bit uh, uh, amount from each plate, very humbly. And they would go, because Achyutananda, he, he was a Westerner, but he could speak Bengali. He knew all the bhajans. He was so impressive. He was, he was actually becoming as popular as Prabhupada in India. But he was just a young guy, like 22 years old. So he was just taking little. And Tamal Krishnamarch told me, then they'd ride from the programs and all of a sudden, Chutananda would say, stop, stop. They stopped the car and he, he ran out and went to a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> so Lord Chaitanya knew that they would just that, that if he just ate a little you know that the other sannyasis were there you know and, and sannyas sannyas means complete renunciation but Lord Chaitanya had this dilemma because bunte bojiate chaiva one of the exchanges of love and devotees and this is the deepest love is you give and you accept. Accepting is also love. You know, someone in India, someone give me a donation. I, you know, if you go like this, no, you know, hands behind your back. I'm so, you know, you have to accept. Thank you. You accept things out of love. You give things out of love. So Lord Chaitanya, so Advaita knew that if he came with all the other sannyasis, he wouldn't be able to reciprocate with him fully. Well, at least that's what Lord wake the thought. So somehow, so this brings an interesting point. And I think we were discussing this yesterday with someone. It's sometimes really hard to understand bhakti in its deepest form because there's nothing but pure love in everyone's heart. But here, this pure love is that he, he wants Lord Chaitanya to eat, but that almost seems selfish in one way. Is it for him? Bhakti is not free from desire. It's free from extraneous desire. It's not free from desire, but there's a desire called love. It's something you want very deeply. But what you want very deeply is the pleasure of others. And what it does, and it manifests in... The three symptoms of prema bhakti is you want to be with that person. You want a relationship with that person. And you want to do some active service for the person. But the primary consciousness of bhakti, these are just symptoms of something else. But the primary consciousness of bhakti is anyabilashita shunyam, zero extraneous desires. There's a, 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 zero motive, because you can have desires. And if you, if you say I have to go to the bathroom, it doesn't mean you're a pure, not a pure devotee. You have a desire. Pr praying for self-preservation, save me. It, 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 these are not your motives. So bhakti is anyabilashita shunyam. There's no motive in it. And, and it's a strong desire. I want this person, please. 
And when you have that attraction in love, then other desires come in that love. I want to be with that person. It's not selfish. It just, it's just a, 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 a symptom of this incredible attraction that I love this person, I want to do it. And, and ultimately, ultimately though, however, you'll sacrifice anything for that person. You'll sacrifice anything for that person, ultimately. Just like Jayananda Prabhu. He was, actually his appearance day is coming up. Jayananda's appearance day is coming up on, on I think, Saturday. And when I first came to Krishna consciousness, and I, I went to this parking lot in, in, I told that story before, me and my friends were in San Francisco, we need a place to stay. And the only place we could get was across from someone's house in a parking lot. And uh, somehow the, the storefront that the devotees had, the back faced the parking lot. So that's how we met the devotees there. And when we, when we woke up in the morning, there was this big, big, tall devotee and he was fixing a car. And then later when we went to the temple, he was also the temple president. And we were so impressed with him. One day we walked in and it was like some immigrants kind of, I think maybe Polish or Russian or these immigrants and they were with a nun and he was preaching to them and you could see in his heart his such desire to share what he had, such desire. We were so impressed with him. And I remember one time, we went out on, they took us out, me and my friends out on Sankirtan to do Kirtan. And we were in a van and San Francisco has high hills and our, our motor dropped. And then another van came from Berkeley and picked up the people. There's no, there was no room for me and my three friends. So Jayananda said, can't you let him in there? No, no room, no room. And then so, so Jayananda said, okay, and had one of my friends play guitar and sing Hare Krishna and fix the band. And then we went to the hair musical, but the Hare Krishna was chanting. There was chanting the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra. And <laughs> we were out there and, and, and leading the kirtan was Madhavis, who was called the emperor of kirtan at the time. And he was like, his, his kirtans were so inspiring, but they were like patriotic. <laughs> it, it, it wasn't like, it was just pure. He used, I remember the melodies he used to chant. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama. Uh, and he'd have two lines of devotees and he'd be prancing in between. And then the people would come out from the hair, the hair musical. Um, but this Jayananda, when Prabhupada would come to a temple, all the devotees would rush to see Prabhupada. And that's a symptom of love. It's not that, it's something you want in your heart, but is it really selfish? 
when you actually have love for someone and you want to run out and greet them, it's a strong desire in your heart. But it's a desire that's coming out of this attraction and love to dedicate your life to serve someone. But you're coming, but Prabhupada would come and say, Where's Jayananda? And he'd be serving. Because that's the core foundational desire that overcomes any other desire, even the desire to be with someone. And that's why Radharani, in our highest love, says, Ashlishiva, Padaratam, Panastimam, Madarshanam. You may make me brokenhearted by your absence. You may crush me by your embrace, but you, my Lord, birth after birth. Or, 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 or one of Lord Chaitanya's key eight verses. The Danam, the Janam, the Sundarim, Kavitam, Va, Jagadisha, Kamaye, Mama Janmini, Janmi. I don't want any wealth. I don't want any followers. I don't want to be learned. I don't want beautiful women. I don't even want liberation. I just want your devotional service. So anyway, here, look at, look at Advaita's love. He just wants to say, it's so powerful and so overwhelming that he just wants to serve Lord Chaitanya. He wants to please him. He wants that relationship with him. And, and you'll see, actually, it's service to Lord Chaitanya because Lord Chaitanya, he's just so happy to, for that exchange of love. Because Advaita wants to please him. And he wants the acknowledgement of that relationship as part of that love. So he, and, and, and you know, this is just beautiful. Harishe karena patni sahiti sevana para prakashalia. Along with his wife, Idweta happily washed the Lord's feet off of him sandalwood pearl and fanned him. This is the culture of expressing love, welcoming a guest, what to speak of the Supreme Lord. The Sanskrit term for guest is atiti, Bhagavan. The guest is God. When these nice people, I just got a letter from him yesterday. His name is Ridai Chaitanya now, who walked from Paris without any money to just learn faith and devotion in God, to learn that God is the maintainer. Take away everything else so it's not you. And still food comes. That was the traditional sannyas. What the traditional sannyas was, and even Vaishnav sannyas, was to increase your love for God. And how would you do it? You take away all material protective agents. And then you go into the forest and then what happens? You need food? Somehow there's a fruit tree or, or, or somehow it comes. You're thirsty, oh, there's a river, there's water. You need shelter, oh, there's a big banyan tree. And you need protection? Sadhu deke, 
the snake comes. And what does the sadhu say? Sadhu deke. I've seen this in India. One time I had this chokidar. He was a Brahmin family. Chokidar means a gatekeeper. And there was a snake in the courtyard. And I go, oh, a snake, a snake. And he just sit there. It was their culture. He just said, sadhu deke. Sadhu deke. He, he saw the sadhu. And then I was I went, was bathing in the Jamuna once and there was a sadhu. He had one of those beautiful bellies, <laughs> shiny bellies and gray beard. And he's worshiping the Jamuna with the Jamuna and a snake comes out and I'm in the water and I'm, I'm trying to run out of the water. And there's nothing that looks more foolish than panicking in the water and trying to move. <laughs> and he looked at me and he laughed. And he said, Sadhu Deke, Haridas Thakur was in a cave with a python. Sadhu Deke, it's our Sadhu. It's in everyone's heart. So, um, Gurchandra then happily sat down to eat and Advaita began to serve him. How wonderful. To, to offer your love. Bhakti Vidya Puna Maharaj told me that in a Vaishnav culture, when there's two people, one person is serving. <laughs> because it's part of the exchange of love. It's not just eating in a Vaishnav culture. There, there, are, there are ways that in, the, in, in, the, in, the, in life where, where, you, where you exchange love in just your life, the dati pritagrinati, you give gifts and you accept gifts. I remember when we were all living in Vrindavan, it was an incredible, unique time. And every all devotees were taking shelter in Vrindavan. So Tamal Krishnamarj stayed there for like six months. And Giriraj Swami stayed there, and Sachinandana Swami and Buri John. And Parthasarthi Goswami. And so we were really, it, it really it, trying to live that Vaishnav culture. And there were a lot of gifts that were exchanged. People would always be giving gifts. Mother Jagatarini would make these little boxes with different, from dust from different places, Mrindavan. And there was all kinds of, there's a, a, a great saintly lady in, uh, and you should all try it. Why does everybody today think of one person they can give a gift to that's a Vaishnav? It's such a great culture because you're not only cultivating your bhakti when you're sitting down on an asana before your deities, but you're actually cultivating it and exchanging with devotees. So let's say these things, the dati, giving gifts and accepting gifts. And I remember there's this one very saintly lady in Vrindavan, arguably the most advanced Vaishnava in Prabhupada's mission named Mother Srimati. She's so advanced, I think she had six heart attacks or something, but she still has someone lock her door from the outside when she's doing bhajan so no one could disturb her. She has so much, she's an amazing lady. She was our tour guide when we used to go to Mayapur and was so impressive. She would take the initial groups that I took to India. 
she we went to Mayapur, she would take us to Eka Chakra, which is Nityananda's birthplace. And she was so together that halfway down, we'd have a picnic. And it, it was so organized. This lady can be a CEO of a company. And she had, she was a lady, but she had brahmachari assistants and they accepted it. And, and we'd sit down and, you know, and she'd have the bread come out and something else with the tomatoes. And, so, and then when we go to, when we go to Ake Chakra where there was no electricity yet. And uh, so the men stayed one place, the ladies stayed another place. And they told me, what did she do? She sat on the roof and she chanted Hare Krishna all night and she didn't sleep. These are real things. But when I come to Vrindavan and sometimes stay in the MBT, I get a knock on the door. And one time she sent me a laminated, a laminated paper with a copy of Srila Bhakti Vedanta, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta's signature in Bengali that said, you're ever well-wisher, which is how Prabhupada signed his letters. And sometimes she writes her own books, but she never puts a name on it. And she just prints a hundred copies on Lord Chaitanya or Prabhupada. So these, this giving of gifts, um, give a gift to someone, give a gift to a Vaishnav. And Guyamatyachi Prichati, you inquire in confidence and you explain. These are loving exchanges. So find someone today to, if they're younger, to explain something about Krishna consciousness or to ask a question from someone, even a friend. And Bhunte Bhojiate Chaiva, you give Pisadam, you accept Pisadam. It's going to be so nice today. I think we have a guest and I think Parmananda is coming over or something. And then Raghunath and myself and uh, Mara, who has a, a catering business, come and cook lunch. It just creates this atmosphere. This atmosphere. Just like I was thinking in New York, there's so many restaurants, but there's no love. <laughs> Because restaurant cooking, there's no love. It's money. It's not the same as home cooking. When the cooking is actually cooked to please Krishna and the remnants are given to please you. That's why I wrote that, that article once, The Mind, Mother, and Food. That the mother is the person who nourishes the emotions of someone so that they're balanced. And the main way she did it was for cooking. People don't get home cooked meals anymore. That's, why they, that's one of the reasons why there's so much depression. There's no impressions in the consciousness of hope. When young children were just fed, the loving mother, just the cooked meals. It used to be the culture. It used to be the culture. So here we see the culture. That's Chaitanya Charitamrita. Chaitanya Bhagavad, the character of the life force and immortality. Lord Chaitanya happily sat down and Advaita began to serve him. I love when I go to Mayapur and I stay with um, Yugala Priti and Jagadish. 
and you look pretty, she cooks so nice. And if not there, I'm going to someone's house, whether it's Radha, Charan, or, or so many people, they line up, they line up to serve you. And now what it says, Yateka Vyajana Dena Edweta Harishe Prabhu O Prabhu O Karena Parigraha Prema Rase. The Lord accepted Parigraha Prema Rase with love. Whatever vegetable preparation was joyfully offered to him by Advaita, this is not just eating. <laughs> this is nourishing the heart. And it's done through the senses because that's how we exchange love. But there's but 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 you can experience something out of love and you can experience something out of lust. You can accept something that's offered and, and taste. That's why I, I had that, um, I wrote that article, The Supreme Personality of Rice, when Narmasaki um, brought all these ingredients from Iran and cooked this rice for me. And then you eat it, you feel like, wow, this is love. That's what Radharani means. Radharani means to offer the best. <laughs> She's personification of love, but why does she also have the best qualities? Because that's how you offer love. You offer love by giving the best. So this is, this is real life. We don't have real life anymore. Restaurant cooking, home cooking, there's such a difference. We don't have real life anymore. We don't have a culture based on love. And we think we know better, <laughs> but we don't. Because the result of our modern culture is people are becoming more and more miserable, not more and more happy. The Lord would leave a small portion of each vegetable preparation uneaten. This is so beautiful. And Gorachan then smiled and said to Advaita, do you know why I'm leaving these remnants? It's not what you think. The answer is very, very beautiful. I left a portion of each preparation behind because I want to see what preparations I've eaten. Not for sense gratification, for love. The consciousness, look, look what he made for me. Look what my devotee made for me. When I go to Mayapur and there's Gurungi's guru, <laughs> um, Savitta Bhattacharya, I was there for a month, I went three times. It's, and the preparations are just so amazing. And she's cooking them with such love. And it's not just a sensual experience, it's an emotional experience. So I would also like to leave each preparation just to, re just to see what love was offered, just to see what that person's heart was. And I, I always remember too, when I, when I 
was an, a guest by my friend Henry. Uh, Jamuna was staying in his house and we were invited to, and Joe Cayley, Jason Grossing, whatever his carving name is there, but Joe Cayley was there as Jamuna's assistant. And then, you know, she cooked incredible thing for this 20th anniversary. She cooked breakfast one morning. The oatmeal. <laughs> she just cooked oatmeal. <laughs> but it, it, was, it, it was perfect. It had the right amount of ghee, the right amount of raisins, the right amount of sweetener, the right amount. And you eat it and you feel that person's heart. Because she loves Krishna so much and she loves the devotees so much. And what do you do when you have love? You try to please someone. How do you try to please someone? You offer them the best. I always tell that story and I can repeat it again because it's so relevant here. That one day Prabhupada came out of his room. There weren't many devotees and they offered him a garland. And he looked in distaste. He looked in distaste of that garland because it, it was flowers without fragrance. They had these little white flowers. And the garland was the simplest made garland where you just string one flower along. And they were purchased outside. And the edges were old and starting to wilt. And why did Prabhupada look in distaste? Because he thought, I'm teaching them bhakti. What kind of love is this? <laughs> and then what did Prabhupada do? He invited all he invited all the ladies into his room and he showed them how to make garlands. And what is the result? Go to the Krishna Balarandia, look at the side. Well, go to Mayapur, look at the side and look at the 20, 30 women that are just making these incredibly in gorgeous garlands. And, 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 and the women who do it have so much devotion. And the Lord smiled, listen, wait, where have you learned to cook all these preparations? I'm appreciating your love. Where have you learned to make all these preparations? Amite e mata kabu nahi ka koi shaka. Sakala vachitra yata kariyacha paka. I have never eaten before such shock. Whatever you have cooked is wonderful. The Lord ate whatever it waited to offer it. For Lord Garanga is like a desire tree, fulfilling all the desires of his devotees. So now we, we began by saying, what kind of consciousness is this? That he, he, he's doing the puja and worshiping, don't have the devotees come. The, with Lord Chaitanya, the other sannyasis, because they would come with him whenever he would eat. And then it was such a storm that they couldn't find the place. Well, what kind? This is why. Because there is this incredible personal loving exchange with Lord Chaitanya. Dari Dugda Grita Shar Sandish Apara Yata Dena Prabhu Shabha Karena. Swabhikara, the Lord accepted the yogurt, the milk, the ghee, the cream, sandesh, 
and whatever else was given by Advaita. I hope this doesn't turn people away, but Lord Chaitanya was not a vegan. Dadi Dugda Grita Sar Sandesh. He accepted yogurt, milk, ghee, cream, sandesh, and whatever else was given. Of course, they were from protected cows. They were from protected cows. But there was a reason. They even heard from one Ayurvedic doctor that one way which vitamin D is produced is when you eat ghee. And then there's a, you know, excretions from the body and sweat and the sun comes. It's one of the most powerful ways. In this way, the Supreme Lord Chaitanya took his meal and satisfied the desires of his lion-like Advaita. As the Lord was finishing his meals, Advaita began offering prayers to Indra. Oh, Indra, today, I have come to know your prowess. Today, I've come to know that you are certainly a Vaishnava. <coughs> Why is he praying to Indra? Because <laughs> Indra made the storm of the rain. He made the storm of the rain so that only Lord Chaitanya came that day and he could please Lord Chaitanya to his fullest extent. And so, because sometimes Lord Chaitanya, you know, there would, what's that devotee would feed him so much and there was an envious devotee then would criticize him. What kind of sannyasi are you? But this is not just a sannyasi. This is the supreme personality of God and manifest as a devotee. Uh, it's just so nice. Yesterday, I went to this devotee's house. He's dying of cancer. He's in great consciousness. Gopal Chandra. And a beautiful house here. And Raghunath goes practically every day to see him. And I promise when I'm here, I go once a week. And he's being taken care of his mother so lovingly. Mother's very elevated. She's a yogini. She has some yoga studios in New York. And, uh, you know, she cooked for us. She's from originally from Croatia. She cooked from us, for us with such love. There was some thick soup with lentils and different beans and just some fresh baked bread. And, but it, it's, it's another experience when someone's cooked for you for love and, 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 and you're accepting of it in love. It's a nourishing culture. And you have to say that we need more of this in the world. The culture is lost. What a world where people had home cooked meals. You know, it's good consciousness. You look forward to it so much. And today we're going to have a home-cooked meal, so that's great. So, Indra, you're at Vaishnava. From today, Indra, I will offer you water and flowers, for today you have certainly purchased me. The Lord inquired, why are you offering nice prayers to Indra today? Please tell me. 
Wait to reply, just eat. There's no need for you to hear about this. The Lord said, oh, oh, Acharya, why are you trying to hide the truth? The rain and the winds that came were all you're doing. This is not the season for strong winds, yet strong winds, intense rain, and a great hailstone suddenly appeared. I've understood without doubt that all these disturbances are arranged by your will. I will now explain why you had Indra do this. You thought if I came with the sannyasis, I would not eat very much. But I came alone, you could fulfill your desire by feeding me everything you cooked. Therefore, you created all these disturbances to stop the other sannyasis from coming. The fact that it does not this demonstrate your actual potency. It was his good fortune that he got an opportunity to serve you. Even Lord Krishna does not refuse your request. You were able to make him appear anywhere because it's a great is love. When he was just seeing what was happening in Navadvip, there were hardly any Vaishnavas and people either impersonalists or Shaktas. They were materialistic religion or, or impersonal religion. And he thought an incarnation of God. So he, he is arranging for some wind and rain wonderful for one whose words are respected by Krishna Chandra. Your words have called God. So what? How, so Indra just follow you? No, Indra is fortunate to get your association. Is arranging some wind and rain wonderful for one whose order, Yamaraj, time and death carry on their head, whose lotus feet are desired by the best of the yogis and munis, and by remembering whom one is freed from all bondage? Who in this world knows you perfectly? Only by your mercy can one get the fruit of devotional service. Idwaita said, you are very affectionate to your servants. I derive strength because I have accepted this fact with my body, mind, and words. May I always remain as powerful as a lion by the strength of devotional service. To you, please give me the benediction that you will never abandon me. In this way, the two Prabhus relished their discussion as the Lord happily finished his meal. The statements coming from Advaita's lotus mouth are certainly true. There is no other possibility. Anyone who's not relish hearing this narration is the lowest of men and will certainly be bereft of Advaita's merciful glance. The bond between Hari and Shankara is factual yet it cannot be understood by ignorant materialistic persons. If someone displeases either of them, they will both be displeased. The same relationship between Hari and Shankara was manifested between Lord Chaitanya and Advaita. The kind-hearted Advaita Prabhu always described these topics for the deliverance of the world. One who is able to understand Advaita's statements knows that there is no difference between him and the Supreme Lord. Anyone who hears these pastimes with devotion will achieve the most auspicious devotional service of Lord Krishna. After fulfilling the desire of the lion-like, Advaita Lord Chaitanya returned to his residence. Okay, wow, that was nourishing. 
Uh, just announced to anybody here who would like to come, I'm going to do a wonderful retreat with Jai Jagannath from the 17th to the 21st in the beautiful Kali in the Shama Ashram. And we'll celebrate Janmashtami and Prabhupada's appearance day there. And we'll have this wonderful Janmashtami program with all the people from the congregation. So it's just be a wonderful thing to see. So any of you like to come, if you didn't get a notice, you can just see me. Uh, Jamuna Jaya, what, what point did you like there? Are you still there with your COVID? Yeah, I'm, I'm still COVID bound for a couple more days, <laughs> but feeling okay. COVID has no power over you. <laughs> you haven't stopped smiling. Your energy is full, <laughs> but you're a little cold. Yeah, I'm a little cold. Yeah, a little cold. But I, I almost always am. So, <laughs> so okay. I was really appreciating um, what you said about when you don't have real luck. Let me, I, I wrote it down. We don't have a real life anymore because we don't have a culture that's based in love. And I, I, I love that point. It's like we, this, we think it's real life, but this isn't real life anymore. No, the culture is, is so disintegrating. And, and you feel it in the people's anxiety. Jamuna Jaya, one day with your busy schedule on your bucket list, please put Shamashram. Yeah, as far as I was just looking at that invite, I have that week I'm going to be performing for a camp for children who have lost their caregivers. Yeah. So I can't no, make that, I, but it I, is. But one time, especially when Jai Jagannath's there, because I remember in the Gambira, yeah, where you and Jai Jagannath got in the middle of that kirtan, and it was like a dance-off. <laughs> I, 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 I hope to get there soon. Yeah, he's wonderful. That was, a, that was something, that kirtan by the Radhakant deities in Gambira, right? That was epic. <laughs> that was epic. It was epic, yes. Was epic. Okay, Gail. Hi Krishna. Hi, Krishna. Hi, Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Yeah. Do you have time for a quick question? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Can you just remind me the why going to the, wanting to go to the bathroom and wanting to save one's own life is not a selfish motivation? You want me to explain that? Yeah. Because it's not your motive. It. It's just. It. It's not. It's called anyabilashita. It's not. It's not free from desire. It's free from desireness. In other words, you can have desire, but it, it can't be a core being. Those are things that are very incidental and happen automatically. They're not a motive that plans something for your own thing. Those are just natural urges. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yes, it's not something that kind of like stays in your consciousness kind of thing. Right, it's just natural urges that come and they don't discount one from pure devotional service just because you have natural urges. Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you, Maharaj. Which even includes liking a particular type of food. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> you know, uh, Garangi, 
I still never had Joseph's pizza, which you glorified. No, I, I never, I never, we never forgot that. <laughs> you never forgot it, but I never had it either. Yeah, it will come, it will come. <laughs> and Joseph, what, what is the town that he comes from? It's called um, Vico, V-I-C-O, Vico del Gargano, in the it, state of Foggia. It sounds like the ultimate mafia place. Vito. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. That's on my bucket list, Gurungi. The pizza? <laughs> From Joseph, because you always talk about Joseph's pizza. Yeah. Okay. Anybody else? It's on our bucket list to serve it to you. And it's not against pure devotional service that I have that urge. Okay. <laughs> Anybody else say hello? Hi, Krishna Kumaraj. Hi, Bo. See you soon. Okay. Hi, Bo. All right. Oh, yeah. You're going to drive me on Sunday, right? Oh, I don't hear you. Marge, I don't know if you're talking to us or Tosa. Okay. Okay. Harry Bo, anybody else? Hi, Krishna. Come on. Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Harry Bo, nice to see you Thank all. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Maharaj. Thank Thanks you for, for the beautiful class. class. Okay. I'm also hankering for your mother's cooking, too. Aww. Such a bogey. Uh, okay anybody else even if you can't cook for me <laughs> okay anybody else thank you for class okay we'll all be meeting in colombia okay great yeah <laughs> okay. it's wonderful <laughs> okay anybody else Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hare Krishna. Oh. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Bo. Oh, Hare Krishna. Good to see you. Hare Krishna. I want cook for you, Maharaj. What? What's I want that? cook for you to cook. That was great. When we left Kali that last day, it was wonderful. I was going to say. I also de desire Sorry? empanadas. I also desire empanadas. Okay. <laughs> Haribo. Hare Krishna. Haribo. Zina. Haribo. I saw you there. Okay, good. Okay. I'm looking at the list. I see everyone that's there. Okay. We will finish now. Hare Krishna. Vanchakalpa Trubish Takapasana Pia.